0: Rise for their majesties of royally obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by. Welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Caitlin Menza. And I'm Lisa Ryan. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed, which is where we discuss how some of its members are being talked about in the tabloids. Yeah, tabloids. I'll explain more in a moment, but yikes. Um, You can subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review. Um, again, a holiday gift. And you can send us an email <laughs> at info at gallerypodcast.com. Uh this week we are discussing Kate's cute Christmas stop. I wanna oh. keep the alliteration from last week going. When it when it presents itself. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. It sounds good. It's the cutiest cute event in recent memory, my take was Kate's being sporty with kids, which I thought was also accurate. It is accurate and it is alliterative. So I'll accept that as well. Um, Then we have Princess Anne's shrug heard round the Twitter or non shrug or non shrug, (laughs) whatever. And then a little holiday gift guide because it's shopping time. Yes. Yay. Buy us stuff. Buy Just us kidding. stuff. <laughs> Donate Whoever's to Whoever's listening if they want to send us things. Um, okay, so first up, oh, our Royal Refreshment. We're actually drinking this week. Yes. I but- remain sniffly, but we're drinking. And now it's time for the weekly Royal Cocktail. We're drinking a beer, and the backstory to this IPA is that I could not find a mixer. <laughs> I was all set to drink some whiskey or gin. Be cool. Be cool, kids. But yeah. no, we're having a Goose Island IPA, which, to be fair, is in this like bright green, col- like Kelly green color, which is kind of Christmassy. Yeah. Festive. Okay. I did this on purpose. It was not because I couldn't find a mixer. It was a hundo pee on purpose. It's actually really <laughs> oh delicious. Goodness. And we couldn't get started because we were both sipping too much. Too much sipping. Uh, December. Yeah. Holiday parties. How's everyone doing with all their holiday parties? I know it's a trying time for us all. (laughs) Having to be out. I was out past midnight two nights in a row on the weekend. It was very difficult. weekend. I know. That's malarkey. That's crazy. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It was really (laughs) difficult for me. No, I I honestly love this time of year. I love all the sequins and all the champagne and stuff. But it is exhausting. I'm actually looking forward to January. Because of my birthday. Because of your birthday and other reasons. Um, Then we have a listener email. So here's where I will just note that last week we read a story from a woman named Jenna who talked about how she was in London a few years ago and saw Prince Harry in a car and ran after the car to confirm that it was Prince Harry. Thanks to the group, the Facebook group of ours, Rarely Obsessed, uh, we saw that. That was picked up by the tabloids. That's insane. Jenna, now you know what it feels like. <laughs> I know why it's happening. It's because Harry and Meghan are on their holiday break. And so there's not as much, like... People are so bored. They, like, need... Like, the tabloids are looking for Sussex content, so they've come here. Yeah, the headline was something <laughs> like search of royally obsessed fans. Prince Harry has a, a harrowing encounter with a fan. Prince Harry probably didn't even know that it happened, and it probably happens every hour of his life that he's in public. So. Also, I assume the running after him was kind of light for a moment, like, oh, shucks, missed it. Yeah, he wasn't being pursued by Jenna. Yeah, I don't think this was, like, some Mission Impossible stuff. <laughs> it's just, like, the craziest thing. And then I have a Google alert on my name for professional purposes, but it has turned out to be just for the purposes of <laughs> tracking the tabloids but uh it was picked up by another tabloid after that and it's one of the many reasons we don't use people's last names but i I, it seems like jenna was amused by it all i hope you are jenna because it's so nutty i want people to be able to write into us and we we you know, read the letters out loud without fear of reprisal from the tabloids. We're both huge fans of the Bitch Sesh podcast yes. with uh, Casey Wilson and Danielle Schneider. And they have a no tagging policy. Yeah, no where snitch tagging. You're not supposed to tag someone and be like, oh, they said this about you. Tabloids. <laughs> no we snitch an, tagging. We have a no snitch tagging policy <laughs> yeah, now. This is a safe space. It's just, it's kind of wild, but I'm glad you seem to be amused, Jenna. Um, And, you know, maybe proceed carefully when you write to, I don't know, I don't even know what to say. We, we don't use identifying details or anything like that, anything that could get people in trouble. So Or verify the emails we receive. That's, That's true. like First of all, we're not <laughs> fact-checking. We're not fact-checking. Anyway, with that in mind, uh, this week's listener email is so delightful that I deeply hope it gets picked up. Um, would you like to read this one? It can't get picked up because of the no snitching. Because of the no snitching, of course. <laughs> um, yes, it's from Sarah and the subject immediate click (laughs) royally obsessed with cheese oh me too um she writes hi lisa and caitlin while on a lovely vacation in oregon last week my husband and i stopped at the tillamook tillamook cheese factory to eat our fill of my favorite food in the cheese sampling room there was tons of fun facts on the walls including one that caught my royals loving eye Queen Elizabeth II sampled Tillamook cheese in 1977 at her Silver Jubilee. We'd say it's fit for a queen. How cute is that? And then um, she continues, since it was the Silver Jubilee, I wasn't able to find any story online of why she sampled the cheese, but it's a delicious cheese, so why wouldn't she? (laughs) If y'all ever want to swap a royal refreshment for a royal snack, might I suggest a rosemary cracker topped with blackberry preserves and a slice of sharp white cheddar? Pardon my semi-French, but holy crap. A rosemary cracker, blackberry preserves, Tillamook sharp white cheddar. It sounds amazing. I'm so hungry. We always record in the early evening hours and, like, go home and have dinner at 8.30 or 9, and I am lightheaded now. So, Sarah, thank you for writing in, but also... I can't wait for the headlines. (laughs) Royal cheese shocker. Queen (laughs) ate cheese one time. Queen ate cheese in 1977. Royal commentator lightheaded from lack of cheese. I... Ugh my holiday wish is now that headline um, so thank you so much for writing in Sarah hope you enjoyed my cheesy fun fact she wrote um, thank you for being such excellent hosts okay I added such she just said excellent hosts I mean we needed the compliment it's really <laughs> rainy outside our spirits are down it's a it's a damp damp time on the east coast I hope you guys are all pulling through um, okay then we have this week in royal history from an upper of the cheese to a real downer real downer and now this week in royal history this week in royal history, December 9th, 1992, was a separation of the prince and princess of Wales. Um, so I just want to say, I know that this is cuffing season.
1: Yes, it this is. This is cuffing
0: season, which means people like lock into relationships. It's also engagement season. Cuffing season is to stay warm. To stay warm, because you have to. Um, it's winter here in the North America, but so, well, the Northern Hemisphere. So, it's cuffing season. It's engagement season. I'm sure you're seeing tons of engagements on your social media feeds. But for those listeners who are going through a breakup or a recent breakup and the holidays always bring out the breakupy feelings. We were just talking about marriage story before we started recording. Don't watch that if you're going Woof. through a breakup. Woof. Or maybe. Maybe it'll make you feel Maybe it'll comfort you. Um. So this is a reminder of how bad things could truly be. It's a hashtag perspective moment because the (laughs) announcement of Charles and Diana's separation is so brutal. Now, again, we know it was brutal because of the infidelity, because of, you know, Diana's feelings about how she was treated by the royal family, like lots of reasons why this breakup was bad. But (laughs) rereading the statements that had to come out during this time. So Here's a statement from Buckingham Palace. The Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh, though saddened, understand and sympathize with the difficulties that has led to this decision. The fact is that with great sadness, they have recognized that their continuing relationship would be better under separate domestic arrangements. They are still fond of one another and fully supportive of one another's intentions to fulfill their individual public duties as wholeheartedly as before. Can you imagine your in-laws having to give a public statement? About how sad they are. No, that's so... About your breakup. And then similarly, uh, there were a bunch of statements... Well, of course, again, the prime minister had to announce that they were breaking up. We share the great sorrow which this announcement will cause to the church and the nation. And also, they had to say that there were no constitutional implications of this divorce. (laughs) It's horrifying. It's not just like a breakup. No. It's um, breaking up an entire country. And Sir Edward Heath, who I unfortunately don't know who that is, but I'm just reading this old piece, uh, this old journalism statement. (laughs) He said he called it, quote, one of the saddest announcements made by any prime minister in modern times. Now... I don't know how we're defining modern times, but this was the 1990s and, you know, like Great Britain had gone through some worse things in the 20th century, let's just say the blitz, mm-hmm. etc. There were something like, is this the most like tragic I the thing? crown? Yeah, we know that there are sadder things that happened in the 20th century in the UK. So mm-hmm. this was really like the saddest. I don't know. Um, But just to put things in perspective. And then we're recording on Monday. And speaking of uh, Diana and the breakup heard around the world, um, there's a new Diana musical that's going to be coming to Broadway. And I saw this because Elizabeth Holmes, (laughs) uh, with her so many thoughts, she was sharing this link. There's a song from the musical that was posted on Rolling Stone and other outlets. And I listened and it's very sad. I remember, I think it was playing in Southern California and Elizabeth Holmes went to see it and like was posting all her thoughts from the show and was like crying in the parking lot because she loved it so much. So the fact that it's coming to Broadway, I don't know. I, I hope they take wait. us backstage. Never mind. I'm not even going to jump to tickets. <laughs> I, I want to somehow finagle you and I like interviewing people. <laughs> Just thought. We'll figure it out somehow. Let's manifest this destiny in Bon Jovi is tangentially involved. Ooh. Someone from Bon Jovi the band, not bon jovi i am from new jersey i know (laughs) i think about it every day okay so that's very sad again hashtag perspective for if you guys are going through tough times um the holidays really bring out the heartbreak i think um much lighter again now we get to talk about kate yes so, so sporty. She just took on a new patronage from the Queen. She is now the patron of Family Action, which is a role that Queen Elizabeth had for sixty-five years. Unbelievable. And Kate is helping the charity in its efforts to provide support for families affected by mental health issues, domestic and su- substance abuse, and financial difficulties. And so, the sporty event we're about to talk about was with that charity. Yes. So it was. Yeah. The the, patri- the new patron is with. Excuse me, the new patronage was announced. And then of course Kate went to the event. And it was just again, Kate at her absolute best. Like at a farm. At a farm, outdoors in skinny jeans, playing with kids. Red puffer coat. Got to be spirited about a holiday. Like just, you know, checking all the boxes. She also loves a craft and they were doing like they're making reindeer food. Sustainable reindeer food was part of the events. Um, so much delightful little stuff to talk about first, of course. <laughs> Her outfit. It was so good. It was just a red puffy jacket, green sweater, green socks pulled up over the boots so you could see them against her jeans. Top notch. Um, Some commentators in our group were like just a reindeer antler like headband and it would have been a perfect look. Um, There was a uh, little moment where she was trying to encourage the kids to notice her tree like she was like is this the right tree for me and no kids are paying attention to her (laughs) it was captured by royals reporter emily nash she was like what do you guys think of this tree and it's like in front of all these photographers and the kids are not looking at her at all again we love when kids put royals or anyone in their place (laughs) place. kids just do not care they don't care um and then one kid uh was chatting with her um i guess he was very enthusiastic and she said you remind me of prince louis Yes, because um, the kid kept saying me, me, me. And (laughs) Prince Louis apparently says me, me, me. So again, another thing that people have observed, this child can talk. Not only can he walk. He can walk. He's walking and he's talking. And he's talking. So he is, let's see, a year and seven months old. So that seems about right. Again, I'm no child development expert, but. I think I am. (laughs) But thrilling. Um, We appreciate any any Prince Louis update. So yeah, it was just like an absolutely delightful event. And I'm so glad that this is one of her new patronages. I really like... um, It has the possibility of seeming morbid, but I think it's actually really beautiful when Queen Elizabeth like hands off her patronages, especially when they're such great fits. You know, they seem Mm -hmm. like really cherry picked for her granddaughter-in-laws, you know? So I thought this was... Just was really lovely and Kate seemed so happy and it came the morning after the NATO reception like stiff oh, thing. Yes. So it felt like, OK, I remember we had talked about last week that we were like, she has to go that alone. So that seems unfun. But then she got to do this the next morning. So also the night ended up being far more dramatic than anyone anticipated. Yes, but don't get ahead of us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're both we both held up a finger to each other. I see you like the Spider-Man. I meme. hear you like pointing at each other. I will behave myself. <laughs> um, and so now we, as we said, uh, Harry and Megan are obviously um, taking a bit of family time. Yes. And it makes me happy and sad. Like, I'm sad because I like hearing about them and seeing what they're doing. And I mean, they're posting on Instagram, so that's nice. Yes. But then I'm very happy because I do think that they are people who have been through quite a lot and they deserve some privacy. So I'm yes. like, oh, that's really nice that I have no idea what you're doing. Yes. And they might be enjoying California which is my secret favorite place. Not so secret. Again, just Archie. I hope Archie's having avocados right now. But we we did get one teeny update because um, in a previous episode, we spoke about the Sussex Great Forest, which is the initiative from Sussex Fans Online to plant trees um, in honor of the conservation work of Harry and Megan and they um, told us in a tweet that they've now planted over 28,000 trees and counting and their new goal is to plant 100,000 t- trees by Archie's first birthday in May and that that's seems, amazing. Uh, it's amazing and that seems like it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean this pace it's just absolutely incredible and so thank you so much to Sussex Great Forest for calling us out and letting us know this update. You can follow them on Twitter at Sussex GT Forest. F-O-R-E-S-T. We love hearing about all the updates and I am endlessly inspired by what the Sussexes have inspired, that this grassroots campaign is happening and now we have something to work for, something to look forward to in 2020. It really is very moving to me. And so that's our only update about the Sussexes, but at least it's such a lovely one. It is such a lovely one. And again, they have been posting on Instagram. Yes, like they just posted something Monday um, about uh, the Endeavor Fund. Yes. So delightful. They're always, of course, doing the work, um, which we really appreciate. So we (laughs) alluded to the Princess Anne moment. So, you know, we recorded last Tuesday night as the NATO event was happening, which you would think being in New York with like the lead, you know, the the time difference of the U.K., that all the news we could have covered would have been covered. But no, the next morning, Princess Anne was the number one trending topic in the United States. So it started with a video that was captured by a CBC reporter um, and shared on Twitter. At least that's where I first saw it. And then I saw it doing the rounds. And it was um, uh, uh, Justin Trudeau, Boris Johnson, Emmanuel Macron, and Princess Anne and somebody else I didn't identify. Mm -hmm. Um, Justin Trudeau was kind of Saying some things about yes. the president of America and Anne was in that. So people first were like, oh, wow, Anne was there, like, yes. gossiping with them or just, you know, being there while people were gossiping. But then people started saying, like, oh, wait, this other moment happened, too. Yeah, this other moment happened. And it was so meant for the Internet because you didn't have to watch it with sound. And it was, like, all of four seconds long. So it was very easy to watch. But basically, I'm sure you guys have seen it by now, but it was a, a lineup of, uh, you know, um, Queen Elizabeth and I believe Prince Charles, right, and Camilla. Mm-hmm. And they were having like a handshaking session with uh, Donald Trump and Melania. And the queen, they like shook hands, they had their pleasantries. And then the queen turns to Princess Anne, who's in a doorway, and says something to her. And Princess Anne does like a Kanye shrug, mm-hmm. you know? And so everyone made it, it if you watch it without sound or didn't have any context, you would think that Queen Elizabeth. And if you're watching it after seeing The Crown where you're like, oh, she's so cool and doesn't care. Yeah, 100%. You kind of could have assumed that uh, maybe Queen Elizabeth was like, come over and say hello to President Trump. And she was like, nah, like put her arms up. Um, but... Once that clip was going viral, because everybody thought it was maybe funny that she was, like, denying the chance to meet President Trump, um, some Royals reporters clarified that actually, if you really listen, it's hard to hear because it's a party. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a video at a party. But uh, the Queen said—was essentially asking who's next in Mm -hmm. the receiving line. And Princess Anne just shrugged and was like, it's just me. Like, it's just— us, like me and the staff. Like there's no one left. Yeah, there's no one left. Like a totally benign, innocuous moment. No, she wasn't insulting President Trump. She wasn't insulting anybody. She was being her typical witty self and was just like, What else do you want? There's nobody else here. It was like a mother-daughter moment. You Mm -hmm. know, there wasn't much to it. But uh, listen, we're all in Princess Anne heyday, As we said a couple of episodes back, like, she's my breakout star of the season of The Crown. I want to know everything about her. I Mm -hmm. want a miniseries for her. She's so fun and funky or as depicted as such in the 1970s. Um, So everybody was really prime for a Princess Anne moment. Like, I always liked Princess Anne, but as I watched the first two seasons of The Crown... I was totally um, obsessed with Princess Margaret and also Vanessa Kirby, yes. who is so extraordinary. And I'm still, you know, I love Helena Bonham Carter, but I feel like the person that I'm most obsessed with from this season of The Crown was Princess Anne. And I think that that's just how most people are feeling. Yeah, They're like, give me more of this Give sass. me more of her. Also, give me more of Princess Alice. I want a biopic on her. Like, fascinating. I'm never done with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that, and we actually have some more... Uh, qe2 stuff so um this is a rare occasion but there have been ongoing rumors i mean honestly for like the last 25 years that she would step aside and let charles sort of take over that she would abdicate or make him the regent um and sort of let him take over all official monarch duties but buckingham palace actually issued a statement saying that's there are no plans for her to retire at 95 yes and um which I like because, as we've said before, people will sometimes ask Lisa and I as if Liz is calling us sometimes. And if you listen to the podcast, you know <laughs> certainly <laughs> She's not. Certainly not. Um, so it's nice to actually have an update to tell people, like FYI, no, that's just yeah. a rumor. There's no plans. Um, some of this does stem from the book uh, by Robert Jobson about Prince Charles that came out around his 70th birthday. Yes, because at the time it said that there were some plans in place that maybe she'll start to step down around 95, right. but then. Who knows, like, what's actually going on and who knows what any informal plans are. Maybe this statement is totally, like, saying there's no plans whatsoever. Maybe they're just like, we don't know yet. Like, No, chill. I think it was. Yeah, it was reported as fact. And that kind of, I don't know, is so odd to me because it's one woman's job and it's one woman's choice. I don't I don't know. And I just don't everything we know of her and her sense of duty. I just don't see it happening. I don't think she'll ever step down. No. I mean, I, I might be wrong. I'm often wrong. <laughs> We've been wrong before, but I just, I don't see it. And I don't know why people keep persisting with that. So she officially issued a statement being like, no, try to take me down. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. Verbatim quote. What a tough person. Uh, So that amused me. Um, Unamusing is that we have another Andrew update in People magazine this week that Prince Andrew um, went to Sandringham to have a meeting with the duke of edinburgh and with his brother prince charles um, after charles returned after charles returned from new zealand and that you know ass- we can assume that that meeting was a dressing down or at least that seems to be the framework that of course they were like you need to come out here and have a talk i can't imagine anything scarier not that i feel an ounce of pity towards prince andrew but that he would have to go to there he would have to go to sandringham and deal with his i don't know very old father and brother. Find the allegations scarier. Well, that's <laughs> of course true. Of course true. But yes, apparently it's being reported that he had to have a talk with them. Meanwhile, um, there was discussion or wondering or reporting that Prince Andrew will be attending Christmas services at Sandringham and will, of course, be spending the holiday with his family. Um, doing the walkabout thing. Doing the walkabout thing, going to church, et cetera. And they released a statement saying, yes. He'll spend Christmas with his family um succinct, and it's, it's not surprising. We've gone we've seen him at church right after the accusation this round of accusations came out. so it's not super surprising. I don't know. We'll see. You. I think it's not that hard to lay low for a little bit, no. and happy Christmas, you know, just you can be at Sandringham. You just don't have to walk for the press to a church. yeah, well, we'll see what happens on the day of yeah, but, we'll ew. see um in that vein um. It was reported that uh, Beatrice's, Princess Beatrice's engagement party is canceled because of the attention towards her father. I don't know how public that event was ever going to be. um, But now there are reports that it will be a more private affair at a friend's apartment, not at like a club or other venue. Um, As we've said before, we think it's really a bummer that Beatrice and Eugenie could get any, you know, bad blowback from their father's behavior or alleged behavior because they're two nice girls who are trying really hard to do important work. Yeah. Sucks. Um, Sucks. But on a better, more exciting, <laughs> fun note, um, we are now going to chat about our Royal Holiday Gift Guide, which we have received courtesy of our friends at pure wow yes indeed um so pure wow put together a royals holiday gift guide full of items that are either inspired by the crown or literally inspired by sorry inspired by the royal family i shouldn't say the crown uh, um it sounds (laughs) like the show though some of these are um but either items that are related to the royals like they're about the royals or items that are we know are beloved by the royals so um we did this last year and lisa and i each prepared three choices of what items we wanted from the gift guide we could choose them Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we wound up choosing i think three out of three the exact same so shall we do three again yes i'd only done two give me one second (laughs) Um. yeah we have to circle them on the piece of paper so that we can't cheat okay Can I start? Please. So my first one is the Koyana um, Classic Mm. Structured Leather Tote. Because I have this exact bag. Actually, I've liked this brand for years because my friend Rihanna told me about it. Not because I'm cool and figured it out on my own. Sure, Sure, of course. So I have this exact bag and it's so great. I actually, I bought the insert that you can get that's like... It's not cheap. It's like $95, but it's this organizer insert. And because I, love I live and work in New York and my whole life has to be in my bag at all times, it needs to be organized because I've like lost probably years of my life standing outside my apartment looking for keys. So... I like this bag, and I wouldn't mind it in another color. Oh, yeah. Wait, so what color do you have now? Black. Black, okay. but without the monogram. Okay. Okay. All right. Noted. Um, my first item is also an expensive one because this is a dream. It's the, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Adina Raider earrings, which are these really delicate uh, earrings that are what Meghan wore um, in bright yellow stones right after her wedding at a reception with Prince Harry for the Commonwealth Youth Challenge. They are three little triangular diamonds sort of on a curved uh, piece of metal, presumably gold. And they're so beautiful, so delicate, so $600. (laughs) So $600 is incredibly expensive for people like you and me. But I think for the royals, it's kind of like Oh, yeah. maybe that's like getting something that's worth 50 bucks. Yeah, it's affordable for them. And uh, it's, a, again, a Los Angeles designer, so that's always nice when Megan does that. They're so pretty. I love delicate jewelry. I love Megan's style of jewelry, so that's my pick. Um, my next one is the Veja V10 sneakers. Um, uh, Megan wore them in Australia and New Zealand, and I have seen lots of cool people that I know in New York wearing them. They're the sustainable brand. They're sustainable, right? Uh, Hold on. yeah, I don't know. Let me get up one second. Door, They're door. so cute, though. I love them so much. Per the internet, mm-hmm. this brand is uh, one of the most sustainable sneaker brands out there. Delightful. It's very stylish. It um, it's like well, at least the one we're looking at, or it's white with the V. It almost kind of looks like the old Adidas. Yeah the old Adidas yeah, design that, that I a used shell to have. back with like yeah the 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 V or like a stripe. Um I think Megan wore them with a black V, but they also set them with like a, a red V or different color combinations. Um that's but, also one of my picks. Ooh. Yeah, twins. I was looking at them last December because they're as Pure Wow notes they're 150 at Nordstrom, but they went on sale last year they were like 110. Um I get really uncomfortable spending over $100 on any item. I recently moved, and the idea that I have to buy a couch soon is giving me hives. So 150 is tough, but 110 I could maybe... Maybe do. The problem is I looked at these Veja sneakers last year and then they haunted all my ads for like three months. I hate when that happens. That's what happens to me with Rothy's. Yes. I have never bought them, but I've talked about them so many times on the podcast and then obviously clicked on them because the Facebook group talks about them and I get ads for them everywhere. Yeah, it's such a mistake. What's your item number three? Um, My item number three, um, this is my favorite item and thank you PureWow for putting it on. (laughs) PureWow put an iPhone... 11 Pro Max. Their write-up is very cute. They said, just be sure to load it with the latest episodes of Royally Obsessed, a podcast that tackles all the royal things. And it's distributed once a week on Apple Podcasts. And they noted that the phone is $1,100. So I want that. Like, please, someone buy me an iPhone. I have a six. And uh, ironically, my podcast app keeps crashing. Actually, no, it was... Is that that's, a real thing? It's happening today. Is that really it? Yeah, I got sent a link. Someone. Oh, saying, I feel so much better. I mean, I don't feel better because I can't listen to things. It was a today thing. By the time people hear this, it's yesterday's. So I th- hope no. Mine's been going bad for like a couple of weeks. Oh, I can't. I can't pause things for that's my a headphones. You thing. I know it's really bad. Um. So my third item, an iPhone, would also be very helpful for me. But I'm choosing um the item <laughs> that they picked, Solar Queen. So it's a little. Uh, figurine of Queen Elizabeth she has she's wearing one of her trademark suits and hats with the little black shoes and the little black bag but apparently she's solar powered and so when the sun hits her the right way she waves that's really I cute I need that I think there would be I mean at $28 it's like a little much for that but I think it'd be a cute like white elephant or like secret Santa gift for the royal obsession in your life or when I ever go uptown and see your apartment yeah you have to wait at least a month I don't have a couch where would you sit it's ridiculous who knows <laughs> Okay, uh, so super cute stuff. But the list is also really great. They've got some other things. Like, they have a sweatshirt that um, apparently Megan was, like, rumored to have given to some guests in attendance at her baby shower. There's uh, Rose Hip Oil. Of course, Modern Monarchy by Chris Jackson came out last year. Um, they have Our Rainbow Queen by Sally Hughes, who we interviewed. Yes. Um, there's just really cute stuff. A suits box set, which is genius. You can get the whole series for but 100 But the thing bucks. is, if you have like a macbook air you don't have a place to put DVDs. that's true so i'm like where would i put it that's true i haven't had that kind of like cd drive for many years now um i'm so technologically advanced minus iphone 6 that i'm dealing <laughs> with um so super cute stuff uh please keep sending your the little uh gift items that you guys see in the facebook group because that's really cute stuff too yes and, and i need to get lisa something <sighs> <laughs> what if we don't get stuff and we just call it even? <laughs> what if we both agree not to give gifts? I love doing that with all the people in my life. Like, and, let's just remove this pressure. And there are other gift guides as well. Like, we mentioned Elizabeth Holmes earlier. She has a gift guide, and I really like everything she has on there, too. So yes. I would suggest checking it out at so somanythoughts.com. That's right. Um, so really cute stuff. Um, I think that brings us to the end. Right? Yeah. Before we adjourn the Royal Pod, uh, some lows and highs. It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. Lows and highs. Um, My low will be that I think it would be really nice if the family stroll at Sandringham was just a lovely, cheery occasion. And I don't really like that it's going to be presumably, reportedly... Andrew handed adjacent. A, handed a downer. Yeah, that's really fair. Um, My low is that things are a little quiet right now, but I accept that because everyone's taking their much-needed breaks and it's like... A fake month for so many of us. Yeah, yeah, we are all about speaking. <laughs> we are all about people doing what they need to do, taking sorry. their time. Yeah, sorry to any of my editors listening to this. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, but uh, it's a slow time in my in my professional mind. Um, <laughs> that's just how it is. Uh, how about your high? My high is going to be Louis talking. Yes, I can't wait for. You know, we haven't heard the kids say too much. No. Like, we heard Charlotte say, like, (laughs) ooh-la-la. Right? Wasn't that one we heard? When we do our year-end review of our favorite moments from the year, that's going to be on my list. Ooh-la-la. Ooh-la-la. And, like, we've heard uh, George say, oh, my goodness, what did he say? Something very small. Twenty. Oh, yeah. when, do you, when do you rank when do you rank your mom's garden one out of ten Chante oh my gosh it was so cute how <laughs> polite so, that's well, so nice so nice to his mom but like Louis what are you going to say I assume it's going to be an accounting term of some sort apparently he's saying me 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 um, my high is also Prince Louis because we forgot to mention this before but <gasps> yes You know where I was going. Um, A Royals reporter was saying, uh, tweeted that she was at the Kensington Palace Pavilion, which by the way, do we need to go to the Kensington Palace Pavilion? We sure do. Mm -hmm. Um, And she said that she saw Kate on the grounds with... Prince Louis and Lupo. Lupo. Perfect timing because last week we are like, where's Lupo? Where is Lupo? Does he still exist? Apparently he does. Um, The Royals reporter chose not to snap any photos because she was respecting the privacy of a family on their own, you know, in their yard, albeit Mm -hmm. a fancy yard. Um, So we didn't see the pictures of the event. But I love that Kate's out there with Louis as he yells, me, me, me. Me, me, me. And with Lupo. With Lupo. Oh my goodness. I I love Lupo. I can only imagine what Lupo looks like right now because I know that Lupo is a child of James Middleton's, well, one of his many dogs. And yes. so, you know, I I know what Lupo looks like, but I miss Lupo. I do miss Lupo a lot. And also, oh my gosh, we, we're so obsessed with the Facebook group. Someone from the Facebook group also said, like, is it's kind of funny that we don't even know the name or what... Uh, The dog looks like for Harry and Megan, like they have a dog too. I forget that all the time. Probably because my heart can't take that. I don't know. We want to see pictures of dogs. Again, I said this last week, but maybe by next week's episode we will have gotten the Christmas card. Dream of dreams. Will the Christmas cards involve dogs? I my heart couldn't take it. Um, I hope we get a picture of Archie. I mean, yes, in like the hierarchy of needs, like Archie above dog, but then also the dog with Archie. Oh, stop, too much. Like I remember Prince George's like first card was the ice <gasps> yes. cream cone and Lupo, oh. so cute. Ugh, TBT. Wait, the ice cream cone? Wasn't remember it when he they were was, out like the window The ice cream cone in his no, face? that was for his birthday. Oh, well, listen, staged photo events for special occasions, okay? Um... In the meantime, until the Christmas cards drop, you can drop us an email at info@gallerypodcast.com to ask us any and all questions about the royals. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Here's a real review. Will you read it, Lisa? It's from Song Two Three Four. Um, they write, "Hello, greetings from Puerto Rico. I love your podcast. I always listen to them on my way to college. I love you girls. Oh, sorry. I love how you girls are so good at this. Are we? Please keep doing this." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I say as I stumble over my words. Stumble ever so slightly. Thank you so much uh, for listening. And you can shout. Yep. Here we're. Super good. Who's Island. Follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast or join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me, Caitlin, at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at kaitlinmenza.com. You can follow me, Lisa, at LisaRaya on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at Raya.com. And until next week, stay warm, stay dry. Stay warm. Stay hydrated. Stay healthy. Stay in sequence. And God Save the Pod. (laughs) In sequence. In sequence. (laughs) That would be my sign-off if I were like a network anchor. Stay in sequence. (laughs) Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God Save the Pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a Gallery Podcast production.